going on guys matt downs with daily grand fantasy to break down this mlb slate I cannot wait to break it down but first i want to go over a couple of announcements first and foremost our patreon subscriptions restarted it is the first of the month which means if you sign up today you get the full month and then you won't be charged again till the first of next month so i highly recommend jumping on board for anybody who is new to this channel or anybody who is viewing this channel for the first time on this glorious weekend um what our Patreon does cover is leverage spots, and it shows you how to become a better DFS player. We have multiple uh, other videos that show you how to take advantage of percent ownership and how to leverage yourself depending on contest size and selection. One thing I always preach is leverage, 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 but not too much leverage. Sometimes uh, go all in on leverage stacks. And what leverage really means is where you're going to stake your claim in a certain team that is under-owned where it doesn't make sense. Last night, we saw a perfect example in Coors Park. We had the uh, Padres going against Colorado, and they only put up eight runs, and that wasn't the optimal stack on the slate. We were able to utilize leverage and play other teams that got optimal stacks that got more runs scored, and it resulted in what you guys see on the screen. Yes, this is just a small taste of what you'll expect if you sign up for Patreon today. Um, when... Sometimes when players are very popular on a slate, they are overowned, and sometimes they are heavily inflated. And what our cheat sheets show you is where those spots are inflated and where other places count as leverage spots. Not only that, our Patreon doesn't only cover MLB, it covers MMA, we cover NBA, we cover esports and everything. I mean, literally everything that is possibly going on on DraftKings right now. So I wanted to get that out of the way and just go over some recent success. So the second night yesterday was NBA, and we went off. We did very well. I had a small takedown of $1,000. Um, just utilizing leverage, James Harden and Russell Westbrook got it done. And that huge over-under of a game, it was Dallas versus Houston. It was like something crazy. It looked like an all-star game. I don't know what defense was being played in that game or what defensive scheme was trying to be played, but they need to really switch it up. Nonetheless, let's go ahead and switch over to tonight's slate for MLB. And like I said, we have San Diego versus Colorado. If you guys have any questions about this slate, feel free to ask the questions in the comment section below. I will get to every single question as I humanly can possible. Hopefully, you guys enjoy this week and hopefully sit back and enjoy this breakdown. So, one thing I like to do is go over the over-under and the pitching matchups right off the bat because that shows you where the chalk is going to be. If you guys do not know what chalk is, that is the highest-owned team or stack on the slate highest-owned players that don't make sense. And those players tend to be overrated, and a lot of those people or a lot of the general DFS public tends to be on those players. So let's go ahead and look down the line here, starting at the top 6.41 runs projected for San Diego. That is in Coors Park. If you guys don't know, Coors Park is a major target for DFS players because the ball is juiced a little bit. The elevation is higher in Colorado, obviously, and these players are just hitting the ball further. It's a, a, a better chance to go out of the park because Colorado's outfield is in a little bit, not as far out. It's a lot easier to hit home runs, a lot easier to get hits. And the matchup against Freeland is definitely favorable for San Diego. I like them here in this matchup. Lucchesi is going up against Colorado. Not the best matchup either. So 6.09 projected totals. It looks like a full-out game stack is going to be a very chalk uh, stack to target. If you're playing cash, I don't recommend going away from this game whatsoever. And we'll talk about the pitching matchups here in just a second. Going down the line, we have a 5.76 New York Yankees run total. 
we have Chicago White Sox at 5.54. Going down the line here, we have Atlanta at a 5.51. Tampa Bay, 5.31. We have Oakland at a 5.14. The Dodgers at a 5.09. Houston at exactly 5. We have the Mets at a 4.99. Kansas City at a 4.96. Minnesota, 4.51. Arizona, a 4.41. Sorry, I had to reorganize by slate type. Let me get back um, here. We have Seattle at a 4.36. Boston at a 4.24. The Angels at a 4. Cleveland at a 3.99. Baltimore a 3.69. And all the other tolls haven't been updated yet, but I wouldn't really look into these because they are bad matchups for opposing teams. I really don't see anything. Maybe this St. Louis now, not really. Uh, Texas don't, doesn't even have a pitcher they're facing yet. But yeah, so we grow, if we're going down the line, let's just talk about a rough overview. Like I said, San Diego is a team you're going to want to target just in general for runs. They're, all their players are going to be high owned for cash games and very small GPPs. Um, Colorado, another great team to target, 6.09. And then after that, I can already tell you, even though the ownership isn't updated here on the slate, it's going to be a major drop-off in ownership, which virtually means all of these other teams are seriously GBP options. Every single other team. Even the Yankees. The Yankees are usually a chalk team, but not tonight. I mean, literally, the, the ownership on some of these San Diego and Colorado guys are going to be upward of 30, 40, 50% even in GBPs. It's, just, it's crazy. You really should... Go always against the grain when playing GPPs, big GPPs, and um, when there's a Coors Park uh, stack on any given night. All right, so let's go ahead and look over at individual matchups. You guys know I like to do this. Maybe find some low end gems. I love the White Sox tonight. Look at this matchup: Moncada, uh, 241 ISO and a 389. Weighted on base average here going against Bolanos. Bolanos has a, a small plate appearance sample to go off of 54 against lefties and 43 against righties. A really favorable matchup for all these guys. Uh, Abreu, Grandal, Encarnacion, uh, Jimenez are all in very, very good spots. I do expect this to be a nice GPP stack. Hopefully, it goes over the highest over under on the slate i really do like the white Sox in this matchup switching over to the royals not so much though gonzalez only struggles against righties merrifield is in a good spot perez is also in a decent spot solar is in a decent spot and franco but outside of that, everybody stinks i mean if you look up and down here a lot of red the only green spot solar franco and merrifield and perez is like a question mark because he doesn't have that much play appearances to go off of right now it's showing zero iso and zero weight on base average which is obviously not true for this guy going down the line here we have houston versus the angels fletcher uh, leading off here uh granke is just a very good pitcher i really am not on the the, I was about to say the Lakers. The Angels too much here. Godwin, Rendon, Upton all show well, but we know Trout's out of the lineup as of right now, so that really doesn't bode well for this Angels line. I've been getting a relay going. I'm going to avoid these guys probably. Going to be very low owned though uh, against Greg. I just don't see too much upside here. Going over to Houston, Canning is going against these guys. Houston, the best hitting, one of the best hitting teams in all of MLB. And Canning does not put up too great of numbers against righties. So Springer, Altuve, Bregman, righties, um, Correa, a righty. So going down the line, all these guys are great targets. And I like these guys for GPP. Obviously, we know the upside of Houston just in general going against pretty much any pitcher in the league. 
Boston versus the New York Yankees. Obviously, the biggest rivalry in all of sports. Tanaka is going against these guys. He does struggle versus lefties. Righties, he's the exact opposite. Does pretty well against righties. So, lefties in the lineup. Ben Attendee, Devers, Moreland. Great targets here. Verdugo and Bradley. This is like a, a nice mix of left versus righties, which is why they're always a good team to target just in general. J.D. Martinez is actually in a bad matchup. I'm not on board with him. But again, if they get a relay going, he could get a hit or two and possibly a home run. Tanaka, we know as being a very streaky pitcher, either gets crushed or does very well and he actually doesn't do too well against Boston historically so if you can take that for what it's worth um, I do like Boston as another sneaky stack New York Yankees godly not very good okay so the Yankees should be a great target if we showed the over under on them they are the third highest on the slate an automatic leverage spot LeMayu Judge Tor I mean honestly all these guys load them up if you're playing smaller GPPs if you're playing bigger GPPs limit a little bit of your exposure to these guys they will carry some ownership but definitely not as much as Coors Field again you're going to be knocking out all those guys and with those Coors stacks Coors stacks right off the rip if if the Yankees put up a higher over under keep that in mind going down to Cleveland and Minnesota we have Carrasco um, struggling last season against lefties versus rice however put a big dominant performance against uh, I forget who he's playing but he pretty much pitched the gem just an absolute monster of a performance going against Minnesota Minnesota is a very scary lineup to be looking at now, this is a hit-or-miss kind of matchup. We know Minnesota is one of the best hitting teams. Carrasco, one of the best pitchers. So, uh, outside of those big GPPs, I would avoid this matchup. Won't carry that much ownership. We know Minnesota to be a very good team. They went off again last night. So, again, um, big GPPs, I like these guys. Maybe smaller GPPs, avoid these guys. Uh, Cleveland. Medea is, is pitching against Cleveland. I like his matchup versus righties. Um, against lefties, he gives up a decent amount of power, but it's still a good matchup. Again, big GBPs, this is a huge hit or miss um, matchup just in general between Cleveland and Minnesota. Both good pitching matchups and hitting matchups. Very good teams, just nonetheless. It should be a good spectating match. I don't know if it's going to be a good DFS performance for either one of these teams. Hit or miss, 100%. Next on the list is going to be the Mets and Atlanta. I... Recommended Atlanta as my favorite leverage stack actually last night. They did pretty well. I think they put up seven, eight runs, so tied that total with San Diego. Got it going late. Same thing with the Mets. Actually, the Mets were a very good leverage spot last night. Same should be said tonight. Not very good against lefties here um, for, uh, well, uh, not good for lefties for him. Good for the Mets. If we look here, going down the lineup, McNeil is a in a great spot. A 240 ISO, a 401 weighted on-base average. Conforto, a very good ISO and weighted on-base average as well. Smith in the fifth spot a, is in a very good spot. I mean, you can keep going down the line. Keep going down the line here. All in smash spots. However, the righties aren't doing too well here. Alonso not in a very good spot. However, he's historically a fantastic hitter. So I do like a relay getting going here if they do i like the mets in the spot switching over to atlanta we have waka struggling against lefties and righties atlanta's in a prime spot if you just look up and down the lineup a lot of green 
Um, I like Acuna. I like Albes. I like Freeman. I like Azuna. I pretty much like all these guys one through five. It starts to taper off a little bit later into the lineup, but again, Waka is not good against lefties or righties. A 3.55 weighted on base average and a huge power giver upper. I guess that's how you say that. <laughs> ISO and against righties a 3.68 and a 2.17. All right, switching over to the St. Louis-Milwaukee matchup. We have Flaherty facing off against Milwaukee. Another very great pitcher against a very great hitting team. Flaherty is just off to a phenomenal start. Milwaukee, not so much. So, if anything, I favor this pitching matchup. Um, Yelich is in a very good spot. 356 ISO and 460 weighted on base average last season. So, if we carry those stats over this season, uh, obviously what the best hitter in all of baseball. At least a majority of people think that. Anderson does struggle a little bit versus righties. However, versus lefties, he is elite. I do like some of these guys. Edmund Goldschmidt, not in bad spots. But outside of that, not too much to be said for St. Louis. I'm going to probably be avoiding a majority of guys in this lineup outside of Flyers. I really don't like these guys to be getting uh, good relays against either one of these pitchers. And not too much upside, I see, at least according to stats. Going into the next matchup, the Rays versus my Baltimore Orioles. Yet another bad matchup for uh, the Orioles. We have LeBlanc here. Very bad pitcher. Very bad bullpen for the Orioles. Just not good pitching in general for these guys. Tampa Bay in a very good spot. High upside. I like Diaz. I like Martinez. I like Lowe. I like Renfro. Again, weighted on base average and ISO stats are not good for either one of this guy's splits. A 365 weighted on base average, 309 against lefties. A 352 right against righties for weighted on base average and a 227 ISO. Gives up a ton of power. This is in Baltimore. Baltimore is a great hitting park. I like Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay team actually is one of my favorite stacks on the entire slate. Just strictly looking at stats. Going over to the Baltimore hitters. This is a bad matchup. Glasno. Very good pitcher uh, against a very bad hitting team. Hayes is the only bright spot in this lineup. I'm probably going to avoid these guys outside of big GPPs. Going down to the Dodgers versus Arizona. Arizona has been sneaky as far as their statistical performances last season. I liked them earlier into this season. Uris is a very good pitcher going against Arizona. A very good hitting team, however, like I said earlier in other videos, these guys have gotten off to a very slow start. I usually recommend these guys as good leverage spots. Not today. Okay, I'm going to probably avoid these guys. Very bad matchup. I like the Dodgers on the flip side because they are a great hitting team. However, Weaver is a pretty good pitcher. Gives up a decent amount of power to righties. Betts, Turner in good spots. Pollock got a home run yesterday. Um... I'd say an outside the GPP option, I really don't like either one of these teams, but the Dodgers could end up being sneaky. Again, they carried like 3-5% ownership yesterday. I was all aboard that. I think they did pretty well for the most part. Alright, now we're getting to the Coors stack. Um, load them up, right? It's Coors Field. Freeland, not good at all. First righties against a righty-dominated lineup. We have Tadis here at the very bulk of the... Or very, uh, Starting spot here of the lineup, a 500 weighted on base average versus righties, or lefties rather, a 294 ISO, and Freeland gives up a ton of power. This guy is in an absolute smash spot going down to Machado, another righty, absolute smash spot, even more so than Tadis at this point. Profar, not in a bad spot. Myers in a fantastic spot. Even France gives up, or France is a very good power hitter. All of these guys. 
load them up for cash games. They're going to be very high owned. Don't recommend them whatsoever in GPPs because of the inflation of ownership. Switching over to Colorado, Lucchesi, a very good pitcher, which is actually why I'm kind of confused on the Colorado over-under, a 6.09. I don't see them putting up that many runs, to be completely honest. Uh, if I'm a betting man, maybe go on the under on that run total. I don't know. But Dahl, Story, Arenado, Blackman, Kemp, McMahon, we all know that they have very inflated stats just because they're always used to hitting in Coors Field. However, Lucchesi is a very good uh, pitcher. Going against righties is the only part where he struggles. Story Arenado give up a ton, or well, he gives up a ton of power against power hitters, and these guys give up a lot of power. So I like them. Kemp not too bad, and then outside of those guys, I don't know. I'm more on the the Padres side for sure, 100%. Going down the line here, we have Pittsburgh versus Chicago Cubs. Uh, Keller does struggle immensely versus righties and lefties, really for weighted on base average. The Chicago Cubs I actually do like tonight. I like them um, from a statistical performance side, and I like them as a leverage spot. They should carry very low ownership. Another sneaky stack. Bryant, Rizzo, Baez. I mean, you can go down the line here for pretty much all these guys. I'm not even going to waste your time. I do like Chicago, and I like the front five a lot. I like Hap as a good GPP option. Chatwood, pretty good. Right, against righties, against lefties is actually not too bad either. Pittsburgh does stink. I would probably avoid these guys. I'm definitely more on the Chicago Cubs side. However, these guys will carry zero ownership. Use that for what it's worth. Put them in there for a big GBP for virtually no ownership. Texas versus the Giants. I actually recommended Texas as one of my low-owned leverage stacks yesterday. They kind of failed me. But you know what? They're in another good spot tonight. They are playing at the Giants, which is not a good hitter ballpark. But Smiley does stink look at these stats first lefties 411 weighted on base average a 400 iso a 365 weighted on base average and a 230 against righties absolute smash spot for these guys we know texas is a power hitting team gallo a very one of the most biggest power hitters in all of baseball i love him here in the spot odor um Solak, all these guys are really in a good spot two through five very good um, I really do like this matchup. The only thing I don't like is a ballpark, but again, no ownership on these Texas hitters. Giants switching over to Lyles gives up a lot of power versus the lefties. However, for righties, he's actually pretty elite, so a very, uh, a very good split pitcher here. Yaz hitting from a right-handed perspective, so not in a good spot. Dickerson is actually in a good spot. These guys could also be sneaky, but again, I'm going to probably prefer the other spot. The other uh, matchup here uh, for Texas, I like him here going against Smiley a lot more than Lyles. Last but not least, the late night hammer for Oakland and Seattle. Seattle actually put up a tremendous amount of runs yesterday, and and I think they were the optimal. I don't know. I have to go back and look at that. But Seattle was on fire. I don't suspect them to do the same thing here today. A very bad pitching matchup. I won't even waste your time with them. Seattle not in a good spot. Oakland. Actually in a very good spot. Oakland's always a safe bet to be at very low ownership because they're the last uh, team on the slate. People don't like playing guys that aren't in a confirmed lineup yet. But if you are one of those late swapping guys, I like them for leverage 100%. All in very good matchups. Against Seattle, NCL, not a bad hitting park. And hopefully you guys like that total breakdown. Like I said, for cash lineup, uh, the uh, Padres and also Colorado for GPPs 
pretty much everything is viable and the further you go out in size of contest load up load up those low owned gpps all right all right guys hopefully this video did help if it did please hit that subscription button please hit that notification bell and of course please smash that like button for all of our live streams later in the day um hopefully you guys enjoyed this video and if you did please show your support with all that being said guys have a great rest of your weekend and let's cash